Hello, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. You guys, y'all going to have to share this. Y'all need to share this when we're going to get into the subject of something that I think once we get this corrected, you're going to see immediate results. But before we get into the subject matter today, I want to thank you all so much, so, so much for being a listener, for sharing the podcast, for telling someone about it, for looking at it on social media, for hitting like, for sharing it on social media, um, giving the internet radio show that you are listening to it. A shout out to all the station managers that have kept the Speak Life Now radio show on that to get the voice around the world. I really appreciate it. Why am I thanking you all today? Because today is a milestone day um, for podcasting. I have been on, this will be 150th episode, the 150th episode for internet radio. Of course, I've been on longer and I just want to thank you all so much in the internet radio for listening to it all over the world and and responding to it. I thank y'all so much. Today, the title of the message is Take As Directed. And we're going to talk about communion. Take As Directed. And I believe once you get this piece, you're going to see certain things happen to you immediately. I just believe that. Let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for this 150th podcast episode. Thank you for all the internet listeners. Thank you for all those that are following on social media. I want to thank each and every individual. And I, Lord, I just want to thank you for bringing them on, leading them to the podcast, leading them to this voice that you want me to speak out your word to encourage to motivate hallelujah lord i thank you i give you all the praise glory and honor i thank you for every listener that they will have a listening ear to hear hallelujah and that they can move forward in the word that is coming forth today take as directed communion lord i thank you so much to give you all the glory honor and praise hallelujah that is due to your name and your name only hallelujah in the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Take as directed. Take as directed. Before we get into that, I want to also thank the many people that called me or text me or emailed me about the last podcast, Are You Married to Trauma? And I'm going to come back and talk to that. So for the last two weeks, you know, I had to um, let that word uh, assimilate within me. Because uh, I talked about, are you married to trauma? And I was talking about depression over 46 years of depression. But then the Lord reminded me that how, you know, I have to constantly, I even said that, stay on watch, that it don't try to come back on me like a stalker. So I've been dealing with that, right? But in the midst of all of that, the Lord gave me this word here about communion. And wanted to ask the people, are you taking it? As directed. And you know, in the Word of God, it talks about it's often you do this in remembrance of what Jesus has done. And I know when I used to take the um take um communion, only thing would be on my mind and be like, okay, I'm taking the body of Jesus, body assimilation. Lord, let your body be in this body. And then when I drank the blood, the blood transfusion, the blood of Jesus is over me. And come. that's what I used to think about. And that's correct. But also, 
It's some other things that's in that that I think we're missing, especially in the group setting when you're taking it in the church. But let's just let's, let's go into a couple of definitions. Remember, this is take as directed. We're talking about communion. Take as directed. We're talking about communion. You guys, y'all really need to share this one. Really share it, share it, share it. Because anybody and everybody that know to take communion and been taking it for years. And even the scripture asks, is there sick among you? Right? That acts is a question after you take the communion. Okay, we're going to get into all that, but let's talk about communion first. The dic- dictionary definition of communion, hallelujah, is the sharing or the exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings, especially when the exchange is on a mental and spiritual level. So it's the exchanging and sharing. Remember that when you take in communion. I know you probably say, well, yeah, I know all that. I want. Well, you got to really think about this because when we get to the meat of this and when you get to the point where you're taking it in a group setting, remember there's a sharing and there's an exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings going on at the same time. I could, I could stop right there and just teach on the daggone definition, but I'm going I'm to keep going. The ser- of, of definition two, it says the service of Christian worship at which bread and wine are consecrated and shared. Okay, that's that's what we do. That's the part of what we do. Now let's talk about unity. And you're like, well, what does unity have to do with anything? Okay, communion said is the sharing and exchange of intimate thoughts and feelings. Intimate thoughts and feelings. Intimate. Like that means there's a sharing, there's a unity going on, right? Okay, the state of unity, the state of being united or joined as a whole. Listen to that. The state of being united or joined as a whole. Communion is a noun, unity is a noun. You, communion is the sharing and exchanging of thoughts and feelings, intimate thoughts and feelings, especially when the exchange is, in all, is on a mental or spiritual level. Level, Unity, the state of being united or joined as a whole. Some of the similar words, union, unification, integration, like a coalition. A federation. I need y'all to see the wholeness of communion. I need y'all to see that. Because we've been taking communion for years. And like I said, when I was taking communion, I was just thinking about me and Jesus. That's it. Me and Jesus. That's what I was thinking about. And maybe some of you all are too. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. But what I'm saying to you is, is more to it. It's more to it. Let's just read this. I got a lot of scriptures here, but first, let's go ahead and get into the, the, the passage of scripture that we always hear in the church setting when we take communion. 1 Corinthians 11, 23-34. King James Version. For I have received of the Lord that which I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he gave thanks, he brake it and said, Take, 
eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this, this do, this is how it says it in King James, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drank it in remembrance of me. Look at the word remembrance. So this is what we're doing. Like I said, I'll be thinking about me and Jesus. Okay. In remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show shew the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord, unworthy, shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. I want you to look at the word unworthy. Unworthily, it says. But let, this is where I want you to really look at. Verse number 28. Let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. I know y'all have heard that. Okay, examine myself. Okay, Lord. Okay, thank you, Lord. I repent. Okay, is anything I did wrong? You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm trying to take my time because when the Lord showed me this in the church setting, um, there's a lot that's going on here. So you're examining yourself. Before you even do this, right? You st- when you have the elements, what we call them, you have the bread, you have the wine there to get ready to take communion. You're supposed to examine yourself. Um, let's read a little bit further. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthy, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Verse number 30. For this cause, many are weak, sickly, among you and many sleep for if we would judge ourselves we should not be judged i want i want to look at that for if we judge ourselves and i was like what is she trying to say okay when we're in communion and we're in communion in the church setting some some folks have church um communion on first Sunday, some have it on sun second Sunday, some are third Sunday. It just depends on your church. And then you can have church, I mean you can have communion all the time. You can have it at home. You and the Lord. You can have it with your family. Let me ask you this question before I get into the church setting here. If you have a family, uh, okay, well, I would do like when we was growing up. Mom and dad, not that we had communion at home because we really wasn't taught about having communion at home. We was on time. We was getting communion when we went to the church. That's already an issue. But anywho, that's another whole teaching. But family of, um, it's five of us, four siblings, I have four siblings. My mom and dad. Let's say we all sat down and have communion. My dad read the scriptures or my mom read the scriptures. And we sit down and have communion. Like I said, we didn't do this, but I'm just using it as, for example, a family of seven. But my, let's say my brother and I, my oldest brother and I had, had, a, a, had just got into an argument. And then we're going to sit down and have communion. Oh, no. We're going to get that thing right first. Right? It says... um. Judge yourself. We're going to get that stuff right. So if I'm having communion and, and with my family, let's say I'm the mom, and all my kids been fighting and all that, like, uh-uh, come in here. Come in here right now. Y'all going to sit down. 
We're going to um, um, ask the other person for forgiveness. Ask the Lord for forgiveness. You're going to make it right. We're going to have peace in our heart, love in our heart, before we even get to the communion part. You hear what I'm saying? Because it's not going to work. Because why would it say here, why would it say clearly in verse 30, for this cause, many are weak and sickly among you. Because before that is said in verse 28, but let a man examine himself so to let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. Examine yourself. Do you have a art? Do you, are you upset with your brother? Are you upset with your sister? Are you upset with the pastor? But yet you taking communion with Jesus, but your heart got something up in it? It's not going to work. Might as well not even take communion until you get it right. Until you get it right. Because now when you're in, in the church setting, everybody, this is unity, right? Get ready to take communion. The sharing or the exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings. Everybody there supposed to be on one accord. Remember in Acts when they were all in the upper room and they were all on one accord. Then there was a move of God because they were on one accord. They were united. Unity, the state of being united or joined as a whole. So when everybody's in the church setting, let's say it's 2,000 members. Everybody needs to be on one accord. Everybody got to be on one accord during this time of communion. Everybody be on one accord. Let's say it's um, 50 members. Everybody got to be on one accord. If you get ready to take communion and you've been talking negatively, sowing discord amongst the brethren in your membership of your church, you might as well not take communion. Oh, don't get mad at me because this is what the Lord was showing me because I always, even when I was in, when I would be in church and they would read that scripture and I would always wonder why I was followed by for this cause many are weak and sickly among you. For we for we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. I was always wondering why that came after the communion. And now I know why. You got a problem with the usher. You got a problem over there talking about somebody didn't hit a note. On the, on the piano or you got a problem with so and so what they got on and you up there looking at them sideways and then you want to take communion oh I know some of y'all don't like this oh I can feel it some of y'all don't like this but you're supposed to be united you're supposed to be one when y'all coming together everybody's doing it at the same time now eat united now drink united and then right after you talking about your brother and your sister that's in the church you talking about and you leaving out there talking trash about your pastor but you just took communion what did you commune with because you're supposed to be taking on the body of christ and the blood of jesus and so we know he represented love why does the scripture say, what are the, the, the two commandments? That we, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. 
Some of you are not loving your neighbor as yourself because first of all, you don't love yourself. So how can you love your neighbor? Take as directed. Take as directed. If you have a problem with your brother or your sister, you need to get that straight first. Repent. Ask for forgiveness. <coughs> Stop the behavior. Stop talking about your brother and your sister. Stop sowing discord in the church. Just stop it. Because you're taking communion, going through the whole um, what, tradition, uh, the ritual, going through the whole act of communion. But why? Because you leave out the church talking about them, or you in the church talking about them, or on the way to church talking. He said, remember. Let's look at the word remember. Yeah, we know that means to remind and think about what he's done, but it's also talking about member. Remember, bring these members together. The next time you take communion or you administer communion in your church, you need to really make sure everybody's on one accord. Read the, read the scriptures for yourself. 1 Corinthians 11, 23 through 34. Read it for yourself. I, I, I've been a part of um, different places. I've been, you know, joined friendships with people. And, you know, and then I have to back away for some 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 of the reason is because it's like so much discord, so much of it. And I was like, ah. Uh. And I'm not saying I wasn't guilty of this kind of stuff when I was a baby in Christ. Now I just stay away from it. I just try to stay away from it. It was like, okay, because, I, you know, I heard, heard it said for years, even though not even talking about spiritual church things, if you know somebody that's talking about you, Talking to you about somebody else. Don't you know they're talking about you to somebody else too? It's always that it's a spirit of sowing discord, a spirit of division. If they always try to divide, always that's something else. And it's the same way within the church setting. If you got somebody that don't never like nothing that anybody else is doing, that's a problem. Or if you're that person that's you know constantly talking about someone, talk constantly um, just got something to say negative, never seeing the good in anything, but yet you want to talk about um, oh, uh, um, how much you love the Lord and all this, but you're not even loving your brother and your sister that you see every day. That's the word of God too. So take it as directed. You're going to go in there the next time after hearing this, anybody that's heard this and truly is hearing it, that I know for a fact, once you get this and hear it, and it's like, okay, Lord, I repent of talking about my brother, talking about my sister, sowing discord, causing division. I repent, Lord. And then take communion. Go to your brother and your sister that you, you know that you have wronged. And make it right. Make it right. Take as directed. Communion. Once again, communion is the sharing or the exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings. 
And think about it when we all flowing together. Think about, just think about, um, I think about this now, I just saw a flash of when I was in high school and we played tug of, we had tug of war. And so each team, you got two teams there, both of them trying to pull you across that line. But it's the one, yeah, you got to have strength, but you got to also work, talk together and work, and, 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 and work together to make sure you can pull it over. And then even more, let's think about those rowing teams. They, they got a certain pull. They, when, they, um, when they row that boat, they all got to be in sequence, right? They got to be in sequence. They're talking to each other the whole time. They're staying in the same flow, working together, unity, to get to a desired point. Now, we all in the church, we want to make sure people are healed. We want to make sure people are set free. Make sure that people are delivered when they come in there. But then there's hatred, bitterness, anger in your heart. You got to deal with that thing. Like I said, the Lord is really dealing with me about me. Like I told you guys about the whole depression and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I have to deal with me. So like even when I be thinking about oh, some people that make me angry and I just say, okay, Lord, help me. Help me get through this thing. Give me peace. Show me what I need to do. Help me get this out of my heart. Because you don't want something that stay with you so long. <clears throat> You're like, oh, no, I'm, I'm okay. I forgave him. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Remember I told you a way that you could tell if you forgave somebody? When you say their name, and if you don't say their name with joy, or, or, or you feel a peace that overflows through your heart, if you say their name, and when you say it, you, you shake your head or, and, or sigh, like, oh, you haven't forgiven them. You have not forgiven them. I can truly say I have forgiven my first husband. It took a long time, though. It took a long, long time, but I had to forgive him because even the word of God is said, you don't want bitterness to get down and that root come up and trouble you. You're like, why am I so bitter? A bitterness, a bad taste in your mouth when you think about somebody. You need to deal with that. It's like having a bad tooth in your mouth. And that root has to come out. They can probably, let's say you it broke off, but the root's still there. It will infect your entire body. So when it comes to communion, and you're taking communion, and you got bitterness in your heart, anger in your heart, unforgiveness in your heart, and you're taking communion, and you do you really, really, let me ask y'all this question. Do you really think it's working? Like you get your, um, the doctor give you a prescription for medication, or even vitamins, whatever, and it has on the back of the bottle, for a reason... Even you get papers of instructions telling you about the about the medication or the vitamin, what it would do. It tells you for adults, for children. It tells you um, how to take it. Take as directed. If you don't, it's not going to work properly. Let me say, tell you some of the things I've done in the past. Okay, so let's say I've had um, an infection or something, right? I had to take an antibiotic. And I start feeling better. I'm just telling you guys what I did. I ain't say y'all did it. I'm just saying I did it. 
And I started feeling bad. So I said, mm, I ain't going to take no more of this. I'm fat. I'm going to say this if it ever happened again. What happened? It happened again. I didn't take as directed for the, for the amount of days that it's said to take it. So, because it's a gradual way that is working in your body and you have to complete the entire amount that they have given you so to prevent it from happening again. I'm just talking about me. Y'all, I know you guys. Y'all ain't never do that. Y'all don't have no old antibiotics in your um, medicine cabinet because y'all have finished it and threw the bottle away. Unless they had a refill on it. And so y'all might have saved it for that. That's not y'all. That's just me. So, when the Lord is talking to me about communion and telling me why it's not truly working in some instances, it's because of what's going on in the heart. It's a heart thing. So, what are you married to? Remember last time I talked about trauma? Are you married to bitterness? Are you married to anger? Are you married to unforgiveness? Are you married to doubt? And then going in that church and taking communion. Oh, and then saying, oh, the pastor laid hands on me. I didn't get well. What is in your heart? What did you, what? We got to take some responsibility. It's what I'm saying. God has did, Jesus did it all. But we got to take responsibility. He gave certain instructions. He said, examine yourself. Judge yourself. Why are there sick among you? Why are people gone? Why? Take as directed communion. Take as directed communion. That's all I'm going to say about that. Now back to the celebration. This is the 150th podcast. Thank y'all so, so much. The Lord has dealt with so many subjects. Let's talk about a few of them before we go. Some of the ones that everybody just talked about. So when I started off, it was get fit. That's how I started off. Get fit. Which was talking about what we're saying out of our mouth. Not so much getting fit in the gym, which that is good too. But we're talking about the words that come out of our mouth. Then I talked about how certain things were time released. Y'all got to go back. All of them are online. You can go back and listen to them on the podcast. Um, they're there. All you can do is just go back and listen to them. Um, um, one of the other ones I talked about uh, several times before, one man's trash is another man's treasure. How my dad could find old things, come home and make it into something the same way that God sees us. That be somebody else might have discarded us, say, oh, they ain't going to never do it. That girl ain't going to never be none. That man ain't going to never be none. But he take that and he designs it. And that's tr- what somebody else called trash. God is made into a treasure. Y'all got to go back and listen to him. God, y'all have got to go back and I talk about power. It was a four-part series. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, stop pouting and start shouting. A lot of y'all still out there complaining, complaining, complaining. And as long as you're going to complain, you're going to stay in the same situation. I even had, um, this year I talked about um, my COVID testimony. Y'all got to go back and listen to that. Um, I talked about, um, um, get to it that a lot of times in storms, it was talking about, oh, you need to get through it. No, you got to get to that moment where the enemy was trying to stop you. That's, that was this year. That was this year. 
I had um um the real ID. That was a good one because I was talking about how now we have to get our license changed and we have to have a real ID and who our identity is in Christ. Go back and listen to that one. I said another one. I said what I said. What are you saying? What are you saying? Another one dealing with grief, voice print. I was talking about my Aunt Anita. That was a big one that a lot of people reached back out to me about that one, about my Aunt Anita when she passed away last year, that voice print and how she left messages to her siblings and her son that they could always go back and listen to. That one, that one was a good one as well. All of them are good. I'm just talking about some of the ones um, that I was talking about. That, today I mentioned about that, that the tooth. I had one called the fractured tooth, get the root out. Because I had a fractured tooth. And I had told y'all the whole story about that. Which was kind of comical. But y'all need to go back and listen to that as well. Talked about friendly fire. When sometimes, you know, in the military, you get you get hit by your own teammates. Um, or your own, whoever your own military force is. Whatever you own. Friendly fire. You want to go back and look that, get that one. It's so many. But another one that's tapping, that's in my mind now. Tap into the oil and impact. The impact that you are impacted. The God is going to be there for you. Hallelujah. Get ready for impact. But anyway, so much. So much in there. Go back. I just want to thank you all so much. For this is my 150th episode. Thank you all so much for being with me. Continue to do, declare God. Continue to surprise me with your goodness for the rest of my life. And he surprised you all today with this right here by communion. Because if you do it right, watch God move on your behalf really quickly you're going to see the results quickly thank y'all so much for being here remember as you're going to this week speak life over yourself speak life over your family speak life over your neighborhood the key to it all is to speak life now and i talk to you all again next week bye-bye